My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. And we're recording. Good morning. Is it still good morning? Yes. It is just about good morning. And I have some breaking news for you. We have our listener and she knows who she is and we enjoy recording these podcasts just for her. We actually have three more listeners, perhaps more, because I found out that when my senior team are in the office, they they put the podcast on and they listen to what we witter on about. Yeah, I know. I'm, they, this yeah. should be for this should be owners only. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is our secret space. No, I know, away. I know, I know. So it's nice to hear that they're dedicated, avid listeners to us. Hello to oh. uh, Emily, Tasha, and Marie in the head yeah, office and, there. And what you're doing? Get back to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm just disappointed that they haven't cracked on and they're actually got the like the radio on listening to podcasts all, all day so clearly I'm gonna have, to have words and yeah, you know actually, come down they, on them like a ton of bricks they need to be listening to this more than you because they do more than you <laughs> <laughs> oddly enough that's what they said yesterday <laughs> <laughs> okay I want to talk this morning uh, a little bit about communications and there's a guy called Rory Sutherland, who is head of Ogilvy, Ogilvy and Mather. You may not know who Ogilvy and Mather is. I have heard of them. Are they a, a big company or why have yeah. I heard of them? What are they famous for? They're a global company. They're a Madison Avenue uh, company. It, it's basically a guy called David uh, Ogilvy, who was one of the um, most prolific uh, marketers of all time. He, he's, he was not one of the standard advertisers. He, he, his measurements were not how many awards he could win, but how much money he could make his clients. So he was definitely one of the first direct marketers in Madison Avenue. So a really good guy, really good copywriter. But so Rory Sutherland is now head of Ogilvy and Mather. And he was was doing a talk on a convention about dot matrix signs and the biggest change that British Rail made the best change they ever made was the introduction of these dot matrix signs. So it turns out that if you're on a platform and you see a sign that your train is going to be 15 minutes, then you'll be much happier than sat still on a station waiting for a train that's arriving in five minutes and not knowing how long it's going to be. So before this podcast we'd arranged to meet at 11 o'clock it's now 20 past 11 uh, and you sent a message oops I've just had a phone call I'm going to be delayed and I'm like okay how long are you going to be delayed for I don't know is it going to be five minutes so I messaged you back and said how long are you going to be and you said 20 minutes I said okay fine 20 minutes that's enough time for me to go and do some other work so uh, immediately I knew you were going to be away from 20 minutes I was fine because you said yeah, yeah. Um, but when you sent a message back saying I'm going to be late. How long are you going to be? You've got time to make a cup of coffee. What do I do now? It wasn't enough information. And I think this is really interesting because... Knowledge is power, isn't it? Isn't it? If, and, and as we always say, you don't know what you don't know. 
And when you do know, you can make an informed decision of your reaction and everything else. I really think it's anxiety. And in this world, we just don't want anxiety. So if you say you're going to be delayed, oh, how long are you going to be delayed? You'd be annoyed because you don't know how long you you can learn from this one. <laughs> you can yeah, say don't be delayed by 20 well, I minutes. might do. Okay, I'm, fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might learn from it, but prob yeah. probably not in all fairness. Involves timekeeping. Let's move on. <laughs> that involves being organised, right? It does indeed. I want to tell you another story about a flower shop in Brighton. It used to be that uh, you phone up, order some flowers for your mum, say, and give the address, payment credit cards, and that's all you'd hear from the flower shop. You had no idea whether they'd arrived or what they looked like, etc. The first you would know was when your mum phoned you up and said, oh, I've just received the flowers. That's lovely. Thank you very much. Or you didn't get a phone call at all. And they're like, does she not like the flowers? Did she not get the flowers? And, you know, the only then you have to go to her and say, uh, you, did you receive anything today? And so this guy, David, owns a flower shop in Brighton. They tried to work out a new process. So what they did was, as soon as you had the order, they would send an email to say, Receive your order, confirmation of details. Here's the address. Here's what we're charging. Here's what you've ordered, et cetera. Here's when we expect to deliver it, which was great because then at least you can confirm that we've got the details and everything's fine. Then what they would do is uh, the next step is that they would take a picture of the person who was putting the flowers together and the flowers and send you a picture. So you knew yes. exactly what you sent. And also yeah. the, the added value of that is you get to meet the person who has done the work. And that we all, we all know that people buy from people they know and trust. So this is building that, that personal connection. Then the flowers would arrive at the mums and knock on the door, give the flowers, etc. Socially distanced, obviously. Um, and <laughs> Back in the day. Sanitized flowers that die in 30 seconds. <laughs> but yeah, so then you would get back in the van and said, just delivered Mrs. Kite's flowers. Take date, time, thank you for your order, etc. Sometimes they would add in, oh, and by the way, here's a dis here's a voucher for your next your next order, etc. Is, um, is Mrs. Mrs. Kite a uh, a regular receiver of flowers? Do we need to discuss this? Is she, is funny she enough, happy on yes. the flower front? Yes, funny enough, but probably not by me. Actually, <laughs> my, my <laughs> is mum is, is there something she wants to tell us? My mum is allergic to lilies. How hard is it to remember no lilies? My two brothers send flowers from time to time. I walk into the house. I can smell the lilies. And my mum has got the flowers in the dining room <laughs> because Love it. they've got lilies in. How hard is One it to remember? One of my favourite no flowers lilies. Is lilies. Yeah, yeah great. Absolutely. But yeah. you just got to chop those brown bits off before they get on the car. So what you're referring to is a constant supply of process information. Yes. Actually, yes. It's communication. It's actually building up a relationship. So, for instance, if somebody comes in to have a show around and they're a certain age, you, you might have a particular staff in mind to say that this person will be looking after your child so you could actually turn around and do things like sending a, a photo of the practitioner how long they've been working what they like doing actually build some connection even before the child has come in come in so yes what david has shown i mean what david also did was if if the flowers arrived 
and they, they, they came up with the term delivery, deliverer of happiness. So they were delivering these flowers. But saying my mum was out or she was not up yet or didn't hear the doorbell ring, so they went next door and uh, they would take the flowers next door. And the person who saw the person coming in, thought, oh, somebody sent me flowers. And then when, when the, liver, the driver said, sorry, these are for next door, do you mind to drop them off when they're back in? immediately they were deliverer of disappointment they were disappointed so what they did was they changed this instead of carrying the flowers up to the neighbor they would walk up without the flowers and say sorry i've got some flowers for next door would you mind dropping them off um, when they're back in they would then go back to the van pick up a pack, uh, some flowers and give the neighbor a small box of chocolates as thank you so so, uh, so questions it, for you then yeah, this is obviously this is uh, we're we're in the nursery business. It's a nursery business podcast. How are you relating this to what we do in the sector? What's your spin on this? I've I've always thought that it's a really good idea to follow up after the first week with some photos because again, you're going to be if this is your first child and you've never had them out of your sight and you're going back to work and the more that you can connect the practitioner with your child and send a few photos by email you know during that first week or maybe create a little photo book we've talked in the past for a tenor you can grab 20 photos create a photo book and at the end of the first month send a photo book home and on the front cover could be a photo of, uh, of the child happy with your nursery contact details at the bottom yeah where's that where's that photo book gonna sit it's going to be on the coffee table, isn't it? And it's going Absolutely. to be shown to granny. It's going to be shown to friends and family. That old, those old days when we used to have people in our houses, those people that came into the house would see the book. And that's going to happen real soon now. So it's all to do with happiness, isn't it? Delivery of happiness. And you've said for a long time that you we're not in the childcare business. We are in the trust business. Absolutely. Trust Trust is is the number one. You know, trust is important in any industry, in any sector, of course. You know, we take that for as sort of red with who you order from, when, where supplies come from and who you rely on. But of course, when you're looking after somebody's family member, that is magnified what, 10, 100, 100 times maybe to just be the maximum that it could ever possibly be. So we talk, we've talked from time to time about wow moments. And so what, what David was doing with his flower shops was there was a wow moment when my mum got the flowers, but actually there are small wow moments from for the person who actually paid for the flowers. Wow, okay, you've sent me the confirmation, that's great. But now you've sent me a photo of a person and the flowers being sent. Oh, wow. Look at those flowers. They're lovely, aren't they? So, that, so what he's doing is quick. I, I guess yeah. the phrase is micro wow. That's the phrase. Well, micro wow. Micro, no, not microwave, the... micro wow. <laughs> or in the words of um, who's the celebrity lady cook, the, the seductive it... one on Lawson? Lawson? <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I, I have no Lawson. idea why you find, why you would say that. It's so... No, no, I'm, no, no, no. You said microwave. <laughs> Nigella, uh, Nigella. Nigella. She she doesn't call it microwave. She calls it a microwave. Yeah, I know. That's because it's posh. <laughs> and I, I I I had the pleasure of going into Lidl the other week. First ever time I've been into a, a 
well, I'm calling it Liddell now because it's yeah. posher. <laughs> Liddell. Or, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's going above and beyond what people are expecting. That's where we've en- ended up with. It's, it's, it's a micro wow. It's a big wow. But it's doing things when people don't expect it. And that hits home and go, oh, okay. These people care about my business. They go above and beyond what I was expecting. And okay. I'm impressed. I'm going to use them again. And I'm going to tell all my friends about them because if you have one good experience, people will tell three or four friends. But if you have a bad experience, they'll tell 20, 30 because they'll probably shout it from social media, won't they? And if you have an okay experience, nobody tells anybody. No, you just accept it as that's what I'm expecting. A lovely video of Liddell. If if Aldi and Liddell did, Liddell did, um, home deliveries this is what would happen and there was a guy put a helmet on and oh i think i saw bag. that yeah. and then he opened the door and food was thrown through it in. and he was trying to catch it in the bag I but it's so true the, the the guys work at like superhuman speed on the check it's whoa slow down buddy <laughs> it's german efficiency german efficiency <laughs> I, I i've just had a disappointing non-wow because i i ordered i ordered some bits and bobs on tuesday tuesday morning and uh, i just remembered that i haven't had a an, an automated confirmation that things have been posted so i just dropped them an email this morning i said can you confirm this is this has been sent and and the, re- the reply was unfortunately not we've had a, a large order of stock in on monday tuesday and we've been busy putting it away we're hopefully going to start shipping orders again on friday putting it away <laughs> yeah no honestly honestly uh, and, sorry i've um, got the vacuum and i was like <laughs> What? So yeah. you spend all this money on sort of adverts and the website getting orders in and you're far too busy putting stock away to get the orders out that you've already received money for. Yeah, it said, unfortunately, say- I'm, I'm going to read it to you. I'm fine here, well, unfortunately not yet. At the moment, we are running slightly behind due to two large stock orders landing on Monday and Tuesday that we have had to put away and book in. We are hoping to get caught up over today and tomorrow. Apologies for the delay and any ex- inconvenience caused. It does cause ex- yeah, inconvenience and it does cause a delay. And I'm not a happy bunny, so I've told them to cancel and, it. And, and really I've ordered, Yeah, uh, and I'm going to go and tell a few people now. <laughs> Actually, even a tell our listener people. and your staff. <laughs> Indeed. It's really and it's just like that. I'm never going to use them again because I, I just don't trust that for an item they show in stock, a 30 quid plastic item which literally is sat on the shelf they got to throw in a jiffy bag and put a stamp on it which when people are doing mail order that's not really rocket science is it that's what they're there for and they've they prioritized tidying up their workshop rather than satisfying their customers and that just sucks well you, you've re, you've reminded me uh, of a friend of mine at university when we were in in the uh, the kitchen there and apparently one morning he'd had his breakfast in his room, picked up the plate. But instead of picking up the plate, he picked up his alarm clock because he wasn't concentrating. And he went into the kitchen and he put his alarm clock underneath the tap. And because and obviously it was, it was pretty hungover or asleep or what have you, and realised his mistake. But his mistake was not doing that. His mistake was telling us about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, that, that is not... We all are happy when we're told why but there are some whys that you really really shouldn't be saying should you and that is exactly oversharing 
obviously. Well, thinking that's a reasonable excuse. Oh, yeah. well, your child can't come into the nursery this morning until we finish cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the chef's coming in late. So unfortunately, you can't come in till half past nine. Uh, okay. So how's that going to go? <laughs> it doesn't cut it, I'm afraid. So, uh, unnamed so... company, you suck. <laughs> Name them. Name and no, shame them. I'm not going to name them. I'm <laughs> not going to name them. It, it's not the end of the world, but it's these minor things that cause bad blood. I mean, they, that they're going to potentially lose. A, they've lost a, a lifetime customer who would have spent probably maybe thousands of pounds with them over the next 10, 20 years. It's like I say, if I was managing a supermarket, if I was managing Tesco, the first thing I would train my staff to do was I would look at them and say, Every customer that works through walks through this door is a hundred thousand pound customer. Treat that person as a hundred hundred thousand pound customer. My wife had a bad experience in Sainsbury's when she was uh, was pregnant with Christopher. One, well, she was pregnant with Ashley, and her friend was there, and she had problems. Both situations: two little kids, both heavily pregnant, asking for help, and the person on the cashier went berserk. She just started to rant and then they called for a manager and the manager supported the uh, member of staff on the till when long and short of it is Mags and Jen stopped using Sainsbury's from that day to this. Mm. Yeah. How much money? It, it is literally hundreds of thousands of pounds spent at 200 quid a week. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's crazy. We've we've had an, an announcement this week. Boris is uh, laid out the plan, and July. He's laid out the plan that was going to be subject to science and no dates, and then he put dates on the <laughs> announcement. <laughs> okay, Boris. Nice to know. Nice to know we're all in safe hands. <laughs> July. We could be hosting events again, and we love events, don't we? Yeah, this this kind of broke on Monday, didn't it? We had a, a London Mastermind meeting on Tuesday, and they said, we want our June meeting at the end of June, and we want it in London, and we want to spend most of the afternoon and evening in a bar of some, some description. Oh, dear. Oh, expenses. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. But I think I think it's, there's been enough stress and angst over the last year, and I think I think a blowout is very much needed. But we, for recruiting new parents, I think uh, one of the, our most popular podcast ever was the interview you did with Shan at Dizzy Ducks, mm. she's not no longer has Dizzy Ducks. No, uh, and gone. I was going to say she's in the in the holiday home business now. So if you're looking for a luxury holiday home on the Essex coast or the, the Suffolk, Norfolk coast, then give her a shout. She's got a three or four lovely cottages now with sea views and seafront. So Sean was very keen on doing character events and hiring the real characters. And she was not adverse to spending 10 to 15 grand hiring these, these characters and generating the best part of a quarter of a million pounds worth of business on a Saturday morning. So if you've never heard it, do a search for nursery business podcast and then Dizzy Ducks and you will actually see, you can listen to that podcast, which will make that podcast even more popular than it was. So, and if you've heard it before, go and listen to it again. And now you start thinking about what events that you're going to host in July, because 
our opinion is Google ads, Facebook ads produces a trickle of clients, whereas a, an event, a well-hosted, well-attended, free ticket-only event can produce oh. a tsunami of Can't wait. Can't wait. And we put a date in the diary yesterday when I was in the office and we've got a, a couple happening in uh, May time. Fingers, fingers crossed they'll be successful. May. And it, yes. We have to do it in May? Yeah, I believe so. Is that because you can have more than more people in the garden? You can just stagger it as well. So it, things will be a lot more open. We've still had open events in inverted commas where we had uh, scheduled pe- people in one up one after the other with no social mixing and that's still been happening so this is just the next stage on with with a few more people okay with that guys start preparing uh, for your next event uh, free ticket only event why free ticket only event more free attracts the people ticket only means they give you their contact details so even if they don't arrive you can still call them you can still call them or email them and again it's a trickle of information before and after the event to keep them in the loop and to grow that trust and wow moments are what it's all about yeah absolutely so think about how you can build micro micro wows and communications with your uh, parents your clients at every opportunity, it will only help. Hashtag micro wow. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the podcast details. Okay. <laughs> Have a good week. Cheers, mate. Look after yourself. Talk soon. Bye bye. If there are any topics from today's episode of the Nursery Business Podcast and you want to find out more or ask questions or have suggestions, email podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk. Take care, guys.